Firstly, uh, Elvis, the, 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 you remember, as you were saying, you know, that I had requested the board that advises me on, on university matters, the Council for Higher Education and Training, to actually assist me to determine what do we do about the issue of fees for 2017. They did a lot of work, by the way, which I appreciate, and looked at a number of options. Three options they said were possible is a no-fee increase with no assistance from government, which would have put 19 universities on a very precarious financial position. Then they said uh, uh, a CPI, consumer price index, linked increase of just over 6%. And then they said the other is what the universities require, which is normally called the Higher Education Price Index, which is normally CPI plus 2%, because there are a lot of things that make uh, the higher education inflation to be higher. For instance, we order books in dollars and, and journals and, and, and laboratory equipment from outside the country, as well as also issues related to workers' demands for salaries, which are always higher than your, your, your CPI. So... Mm-hmm. I then decided that out of these options, despite the fact that CAT had recommended 6%, but I was convinced that we do need 8%, otherwise we really run the risk of running down many of our universities. Something that is not good for the poor, something that is not good for the country, by the way. That's how we arrived at that 8%. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier in your press conference, you announced uh, who will be exempted and who will not. Just take us through that and, and, and why the, the, uh, the, the focus on the NESFA students. Firstly, the NESFA students are the poorest, uh, Elvis. So we are going to be exempting them from any fee increase. In fact, we'll be paying for them as government from any fee increase. But also we said that our big challenge has been those we call the missing middle, which is part of the working class and the middle class, who are not poor enough to qualify for NESFAS, but yet they can't afford higher education. <laughs> Sorry, that is why then for those who said, which is a very significant step taken by government, you know, that all those who do not fall within NESFAS, whose families earn up to... 600,000 household income per annum, they will also not experience the fee increase. So basically what we are saying is that every student up to 600,000 won't pay the increase. And that constitutes, in terms of our calculations, Elvis, sorry, 70% of our undergraduate university students. Mm -hmm. But also in addition, what is new this year, we are extending the similar arrangement to Tivet colleges. There is not going to be, there will be a fee increase, but all these that were listed won't be paying that. Now, that is a huge achievement. It's a big, big jump from government. Whilst we are also sorting out, by the way, arranging loans for what we call the missing middle, and work is very advanced that that will likely to pilot next year with how we assist the missing middle to get loans not just to benefit from a no-fee increase. Therefore, as far as we are concerned as the department, there is no reason why there should be protests when 70% of the students at universities and possibly 90% of the students at our Tibet colleges are not going to be paying any fee increase next year. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Now, students are calling for free education and they are threatening to shut down these universities if this call is not headed. Um, now, Minister, looking at this, would you say that this particular call is, is unjustified? It is totally unjustified, Elvis. I just want to say that. And that is why, firstly, this agreement, by the way, this announcement I'm making comes from extensive consultations. More than 90% of the stakeholders, including youth and student organizations, agreed to this. That's just something that we are pulling out of the head or out of our head with the consultations. We are expecting student leadership and youth leadership to come out and say, yes, indeed, we we were consulted. We consulted faith communities, we consulted trade unions. That's why we are here to consult, we have come out actually in support of this. Because we said we are not going to do this on our own. We think that it is justified, totally uncalled for to actually shut down universities, basically to demand that those who can pay and the world, they must not pay. What kind of a demand is that in a country like South Africa that is characterized by such huge inequalities? I think in this instance, government has really gone the furthest. It has never reached the stage in order to try and say, we are a government that cares for the poor, but over and above the poor, we care about the working class and we also care about those who cannot afford. Mm-hmm. As, as things stand currently, Minister, it seems like that shutdown will happen, according to the students. What measures are then in place to ensure that such threats will not hinder the final exams? First of all, Elvis, you know, what, what is the problem? The student organizations who are threatening this, they have not come to me mm. to say what is their problem and what is their alternative that they are putting on the table. It's just demand, demand, demand. We can't run a country like that. First of all, I'm there. I am willing to engage them. They can't just start, start with a shutdown and say we're going to shut down because of this and that. And we have engaged all the stakeholders for that matter. So we really are appealing to the majority of the students. More than 70% who are going to be benefiting from this to say not in our name because there are other political agendas to try and destabilize the country exploiting legitimate student concerns. Those who are actually calling for a shutdown are, in essence, pursuing political agendas that have got very little to do with what the students are saying, which we agree with, which we sympathize with. And that is why we've actually taken these measures that we've taken, including the fact that, Elvis, this year we are distributing for the first time 14.5 billion rands on NASA and also assisting students from the rank of the middle class who actually, that's by the way, teachers, nurses, police, clerks, and many who for the first time are going to benefit at the very least for not having to pay an increase in university and college fees. So you are open to talk to the students and take this uh, further, Minister? I'm, I'm open to talk to the students. I've been talking to them. I wasn't here why they want to shut down our universities and actually endanger, you know, learning opportunities and students who are supposed to graduate or to move to the following year when we've actually taken these measures in consultation with them, by the way. Doctor, that's where we got to leave it. Thank you so much uh, for your contribution. That was the Minister of Higher Education.